making remote work work. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Christine Tradella, Head of Americas at Workplace from Facebook. Welcome, Christine. Hi, thank you, Tanya. So what does your team do at Workplace for Facebook? And about how many team members are there? And who are your who are your customers? Yeah. Well, first, why don't I tell you what Workplace from Facebook is? It's an organizational communications platform for both asynchronous and synchronous communication that companies can use among individuals, within groups, or even organizational-wide, which would include a frontline uh, population of employees, which are typically uh, not included in, in organizational-wide communications. And um, if you are familiar with Facebook, uh, you already know how to use Workplace. It's really simple to use. There's absolutely no training involved. But my team, I lead the Americas for Workplace from Facebook, and my team of about 30 people uh, work with customers to implement and, and use the platform within their organizations. Like so many organizations, your team had to make a pivot to remote work. Mm -hmm. Tell us that story and, and talk about the adjustment period. Yeah, well, I think, you know, it's interesting because Facebook, um, you know, we're, we're a big company now. We have over 60,000 employees and, you know, we actually have a really large global footprint of offices um, in all the major cities of the world. And, you know, we, before the pandemic, we were not, um, you know, we were not a remote company. I mean, the majority of us all went into the office every day and, and worked there. Um, but just like everybody else, you know, overnight, we had to become a remote company. And so, you know, we had to do things like onboarding and we onboarded over 12,000 people just during COVID that, you know, have never stepped foot in a Facebook office before, but we, you know, not only had to get them their equipment to be productive um, as new employees, but we also had to give them the right training and orientation. And so all of that went virtual pretty much overnight. But, you know, the real thing is, is you know, Facebook is a place that has a really strong community and culture and, you know, maintaining that um, over the, the period that we've all been remote has been, um, you know, has, has really been something where I think we've, we've um, learned a lot about how to interact with each other, how to use our platforms to communicate with each other and, and build and maintain that community during this really difficult time. How do you keep teams motivated and engaged while working apart? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really been a challenge. You know, it's again, it's all about building that community and maintaining that community. And a couple things that we have done at, at Facebook. Um, first, I really um, you know commend our leadership because they they have really been committed to um, communicating and hearing feedback. And so Mark Zuckerberg, every week he does a weekly Q and A with the entire company. And what's interesting is that we saw viewership and engagement of his weekly Q and A's um, really increase significantly when we all went um, remote. But in addition to that, leadership across the company has been hosting weekly Q&As with the teams, Ask Me Anythings, um, just really leaning into, um, you know, building that community within their organizations. And then even localized teams or, or smaller teams have done um, kind of their own ways of building community. One of the things that I did with my team, which again is spread across North America and Latin America, was I created a group on Workplace um, for our team. It was called the, the Micro Kitchen, which was kind of a digital simulation of these, these micro kitchens that we have in all of our offices, where people just go and have casual conversations. You bump into people randomly and, and you talk about pretty much anything but work. And so we started to use this as a platform to engage with each other just on more kind of fun, frivolous content. I would ask a question of the day, things like, 
if you were stranded on a desert island, what are three things that you would bring or who are three people dead or alive you'd wanna have dinner with. Um, we started doing video interviews amongst people to ask them four questions in three minutes, just to get to know each other and maintain that continuity. But you know, one of the things that's that's been really interesting is we've tried to create more um, structured conversations um, and facilitate networking amongst our team. So we'll take something like an all hands, which again is a pretty big broadcast meeting um, where we're talking to an audience. And then at the end of it, We'll carve out time to actually spin people into small groups of maybe three or four people and give them a topic to discuss. It doesn't always have to be related to work, but just to get to know each other and maintain that momentum and, and build that community amongst our team. How are workplace customers using the platform to yeah. further their remote work capabilities? What features facilitate remote work? Yeah, so this is what's been really interesting um, is just the insights that we've gotten into how companies have adapted and, um, you know, one of the things that we consistently hear from our customers is just how incredible workplace has been during this time in terms of helping them, you know, again, communicate to their entire organization and build and maintain this community. Um, a couple things that we've seen um, and, and really significant increases in terms of the usage of the platform and, and the first and foremost is really the usage of live video. We have seen CEOs of company, companies that have never gone live before go live on Workplace and really love it. I mean, they see the real-time interaction that they get from people, uh, from their employees when they go live. And it's something that they've consistently done. Um, a great example is Newmotion. They're a company that manufactures medical devices. It took them a year to evaluate communication platforms and they, they launched right before the pandemic hit with Workplace from Facebook. And their CEO would do periodical uh, town halls, but he went live and he's been going live every single week since the pandemic started. And it's been something that they said have, that's really created this cohesiveness across their organization. So we've seen huge adoption of live video. And it's not just with the C-suite, um, we've seen executives and, and team leads do it as a way to connect with, with the organizations. Um, the other thing is we've seen um, a real a strong adoption of a, a product feature that we released during the pandemic that was already on our roadmap, but we accelerated the, uh, the uh, release of it, which is our knowledge library, which you can think of as a, a searchable and shareable um, uh, intranet uh, within workplace. Um, so it's, it's highly personal. You're getting the content that's relevant to you that you need to have and it's, it's accessible on a mobile device. So again, something that our customers with large frontline uh, employee bases or frontline responders um, found really valuable to get important information out to people in real time that they needed to do to do their jobs effectively. So throughout this time, what did you and your customers learn from the pivot to remote work? Yeah, a couple things. I think, um, I think we've all learned that we can be productive. I think that was the big question when this started is, can we be productive working from home or working remotely? And I think um, we've all, um, I think the resounding overall uh, response to that has been yes, but I think um, it's, it's changed that productivity in some cases has come at a cost because people were working, um, you know, there, there was very hard distinction between home and work. Um, it was a lot of um, very taxing to be on Zoom calls all the time. So we've seen things shifting um, from less synchronous communication to more asynchronous communication. So we're seeing less Zoom calls. Um, we're seeing people instead of having a one-on-one -on -one, uh, via Zoom say, hey, let's, let's both take a walk and talk, get some fresh air, give our eyes a rest. Um, we're seeing um, a lot of, again, like the Zoom interactions where we used to have big happy hours with 30 people to maintain some community. 
you know, that was that was littered with pregnant pauses and awkward silences, kind of the unstructured conversation, maybe only two or three people would talk. So again, we've we've seen a lot more kind of structured interaction um, that I mentioned before, um, but a lot of just asynchronous communication as well, because one thing that we, we have heard so um, frequently is that people in a remote situation, they really value convenience and flexibility. And in doing so, having that ability to communicate asynchronously has been and really important and one of the things that we've seen really um, increase just of late. What does the future of knowledge work look like? Are, are we all headed back to the office or will there be a hybrid model take shape? Yeah, it's a great question. We're hearing so much of this now. Again, you know, what we're about a year into this, and I think the first half was really around getting people remote. But now as we're talking to customers, the conversation is really changing to, okay, what does the return to office look like? Um, so there's lots of planning um, and discussions around that right now. There's obviously the logistical piece of like, how do we get people physically back into offices and what do our offices look like? There's a lot of like design reconfiguration that people are talking about. But um, I think, you know, we're going to be um, in a remote uh, remote world going forward. I think KPMG just released a study that over 80% of CEOs have said that they're going to be implementing some sort of a remote or hybrid um, work policy going forward. I think the biggest challenge and thing that companies are going to need to work through is really, you know, how do you make sure that in, in, a, um, in an organization where some of the people are remote, how do you ensure that they have access to the same information, the same opportunities, and have the ability to provide feedback in the same way that uh, in, uh, an officer uh, a worker would? And I think that's going to be the biggest challenge is to make sure that um, you know, there's inclusion for both types of employees. And again, you know, this is where technology is, is really, um, you know, going to be important and useful and making sure that there's, uh, you know, that there's technology that companies can use that really democratizes um, the conversation and the information that their employees are able to get and give back to the organ to the headquarters. So then what changes do you hope companies will adopt moving forward? Yeah, you know, I, I really do. I think we've heard so much about um, people really wanting convenience and flexibility, even if that means that they go into an office. And so I really do hope um, that this is something that that companies adopt moving forward. I think we would have been pushed to this um, regardless of the pandemic. I mean, we are now at a point where I think over 50% of the workforce is now either a millennial or a gen, uh, a gen Zer. Um, these are these are populations and demographics of populations that have very different expectations of their employers. They're very um, committed to social good and they want to be working for a community, not a company. They want to be aligned with companies that um, that share their same values. Um, you know, they really do rely on technology to not only do their jobs, but to live their lives. And so I think, you know, there's an expectation that regardless of what, you know, what the pandemic may have forced us to experience, um, you know, pretty quickly, um, just the changing demographic nature of the work population was going to force us to. So I think it's going to be one that, you know, again, really, um, you know, is accommodating, or I hope it's accommodating to convenience and flexibility, but one that also, you know, leverages tools to help people communicate, collaborate, and build community, regardless of where they are. Christine Tradella, Head of Americas at Workplace from Facebook. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us about the work that you've done and the work that you're seeing being done uh, as we transition back into uh, this new model. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want to find out more about Workplace. What's the best way they can do that? 
Absolutely. If you want to connect with me, I'm on LinkedIn, Christine Trodella. Uh, and if you want to learn more about Workplace, you can either uh, message me there or uh, I invite you to go to our website, workplace.com and uh, check out a demo or, or contact, fill out the contact us form and we'll be in touch with you. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Christine. Thanks for joining us. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.